Hi, I'm Amy Porter. Some of you know me as a flutist and a classical musician, others as a professor, and some of you know me as a publisher and arranger. I'm a stepmom, I'm a business owner, and I'm the founder of a couple of nonprofits. And this is my podcast. My core mission as an entrepreneur is to appreciate what I have around me. And then I try and see as clearly as possible how I can help. So let's talk. Let's share information. Let's laugh and sometimes cry over the things that we have to work through in life and in music, in business and family and relationships. Come on into my Porter Flute pod. Welcome to Porter Flute Pod, Episode 18, Business 101, Your Website. In the podcast with me is Ellen J. Tomasetti and Justine Sedke, and our goal today is to teach others to develop a business mindset. We want it to take root in all of your actions so that your goals can be met. So whether the site is for yourself as a soloist or you're trying to sell something in this business of music or it's simply a repository for all that hard work, you're going to want to figure out what your website means to you. I went to the vault to feature this sonatine from the album of Wind Music of Henri Dutieu. I'm playing here with David Gilliland. It's his album. He's the lecturer of collaborative piano at the University of Rhode Island. I'm so grateful to be on this collaboration with him. Thanks for being in Porter Flute Pod. We're so glad you're here. Let's talk about your website and let's talk about your website working for you. You don't want to work for the website. If you have absolutely no web design experience, then you can easily find people in your peer set that can help you get started or find someone to be a host. I would suggest finding someone who can maintain your security, your updates and your privacy. You're paying for your domain name. So I would keep up with the actual business of the website. One thing to think about is, do you even need a website? Do you need a blog? Is that what you're interested in? If so, you might not need a website because it's just too much information. And are you selling something? I have a business that doesn't need a website. We sell candles through a store. It's an online store. So there's three types of things you can go for, a website, a blog, or an online store. Nevertheless, this online platform is the foundation, the root of everything. It's the center stage of your business or your career. It's the one place that you really want to show up for. You're not wondering if anybody likes it. You're bringing your whole self to the website and you're making sure you're taking action. You're not just talking about it and then letting it drift away. And, you know, don't be one of those people who seriously is updating social media and not updating your website. If that rings through to you, I want you to sit back and remember that your website 
that you paid the domain fee for and that you maintain is something that can't be given away. It can't be liked or disliked or mocked. It's not rooted in the shallow and sandy social media sphere. It's really nothing to hold your hat on if all you have is a social media platform as your foundation. If you're going to promote yourself, do it through the website and then share. You want to shift your consciousness and make sure that your center stage has a foundation and it's not drifting and floating in space with old information and not working for you. Let your website work for you. I want you to see your online platform with the ending in mind. What is the content that you're going to create on the website or the store or the blog that's going to satisfy the person who comes to see you? It's a chance to get them involved in the website. It's an actionable thing. So get crystal clear on why you're doing the website or the store or the blog and then what the end result would be. Now, get clear on the language of menus. Menus are just very small words that say everything that possibly could include other things. So, about could be a menu with a submenu of bio or gallery, and even those could be branched out into short or long and, you know, high resolution. We have sign up or subscribe. If you're trying to send a newsletter to your listeners, make it crystal clear up front. Do you want them to subscribe to you on YouTube? Do you want them to download something? Then put a very clear download button. If you want them to watch, say watch. If you want them to shop, say shop. I think it's really the biggest deal on your website or your platform it's to make sure that there are working menus and working links. Make sure you're testing your links. Make sure you have a workable email address and make sure that the website is easy and simple. You see, less is more. A really very simple professional list of menus tell people where you want them to go. 
what do you want your audience to take away after they've found out about you? Just make sure you're building your audience by whom you want to reach. subject of being clear about menus, let's get clear about photos. How recent is your photo? I think it's really important to let your audience grow with you as you grow your audience. You know, I think a great headshot is relatable and it's worth the investment to make it as professional as possible. That doesn't mean cold and clinical and businesslike. It means you can show your fun side and not have to worry about being the photographer at the same time. I'd suggest a headshot every three to five years. And I actually switched between two major photographers. We've had relationships over the last 20 years and they've done such great work that I've used their work on album covers and magazine covers. I'd say the best thing for me is that I hadn't needed to wonder which shot they chose or which shot I would want to offer. There's so many. No, you narrow it down. You get those four or five. You pay for them. And then you offer them on your website in high resolution, medium, and low resolution, um, especially for the social media needs low resolution. And print ad needs high resolution. So make sure you're getting all three levels of quality and put them on your website so that people can just go get it. And you are not wondering which photo they're choosing. I like to say, choose any one. If you need horizontal or vertical or black and white or color, they're all there. And I'm not left guessing which one, you know, that they chose, or I hope they choose one out of these 25. Just give someone five choices and they're all super high quality. Um, One thing I'd say organizationally is that you could keep all the website photos in one folder. Don't start building your website and then run around searching for photos. Make sure that in advance you have chosen the content of this website and you have the folder right there ready to go and work with. Also in your photos, have your instrument. Have your instrument with with you and show yourself in fun situations. 
if you're a professional flutist, then have the flute in your shot. If you're a conductor, have the baton in the shot. If you're a pianist, have the piano in the shot. Full-length shots are difficult for print ads, but maybe try and get one. Have a variety, but settle on four or five. And I would definitely suggest that tight Broadway-style headshot. You know, the one that looks so good in the um, season brochure. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good shot. I'm so glad that I bought my domain name when I did. It was the mid-90s. I had a girlfriend who was building a website, and she asked me, would you like a website? She suggested my name.com, so I went for it, and amyporter.com was born. I couldn't believe it. I was so excited, and I told my friends. They immediately teased me. I became amyporter.com for years. I didn't care. I was so happy that I had amyporter.com for everything that I wanted to express and where people could go if they wanted me as a soloist. Once I became a professor, that website really came in handy. One day, I got a call from my manager in New York, and Marianne suggested that I divide my website. And that's when Porter Flute was born. I took my last name and I put flute at the end of it. It shows everyone that they won't forget the name and they won't forget my instrument. So porterflute.com is devoted to students. And this is where I will talk about Marie Forleo's spotlight method. Obviously, Amy Porter has the spotlight on the flutist, the soloist. So Marie Forleo says, use words to shift the focus. So if you want the spotlight on you to be seen and heard and acknowledged and all the goals, then that would be amyporter.com. If I want the focus to be on my students, 
and other flutists around the world and have them feel that they are seen and heard and acknowledged, I'll have them go to porterflute.com. You see, I'm shifting the spotlight to what my customers or what my audience wants. I think it's very important to look at the websites that you like. Look at the designs. Are they uncluttered? Can we see the person's journey simply? And are we getting something from their website when we leave? So go and start your website or look at your own and find out what the spotlight is shining on. When we build a website or an online store or make that blog or even start a podcast, you tend to do it for a reason because you're working on a big dream, right? It's this big event in your life, in your universe, and you need to just focus in on that. When we focus in on the platforms that offer everyone else that opportunity, which is not our website, we tend to be diverted. We tend to click off ourselves, which means we jump or hop on over to that idea that that other person had for us or that store knew we had just bought that frying pan, so they're going to show us a saucepan. We want to make our big dream possible for us. So we need the website as the foundation where no one can click off of it, where there are no ads. It's our big event. We stay connected with our inner spirit when we have a website or a store or a blog. So just make sure that you're clear, you're crystal clear on why you have this online platform. Take action. Don't just talk about it. Don't worry about what other people think. Make make sure that it's really center stage without fear. Keep it updated. Keep your dreams there. Keep your calendar there. Let other people know how to find you at your website. I really am so excited to see what you can do. I hope I've given you some actionable items that you can take with you to build your own website or reinvigorate that old one. 
Join us on our next podcast. It's Go Blue Flutes Grad Edition. You can find out more about me at amyporter.com or porterflute.com for students. I'm Amy Porter Flutist on Facebook and on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. I'm Porter Flute. Thanks for being here. I'm so grateful for you.